she said. That's the original farmhouse. It was built in 1863 by a man named Judson Sherman, who was married to a woman named Bathsheba. Ed, she's related to Marytown Esty. She's one of the women accused of witchcraft in Salem. She was hung during the trials. Wow. So after Bathsheba married Judson, they had a baby. And when the baby was seven days old, Judson caught her sacrificing it in front of the fireplace. She ran out to that tree by the dock, climbed up, proclaimed her love to Satan, cursed anyone who tried to take her land, and hung herself. Well, time of death was pronounced at 3.07 in the morning. Well, that explains a few things. Yeah, so does this. Her last name's Walker. She lived there in the 30s. She had a boy named Rory who mysteriously disappeared in the woods. Then she killed herself in the cellar. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. This is episode 200 and... Four hundred and seventy-eight. Two hundred and sixty-eight. And tonight we're talking about the conjuring. You conjure this. The conjuring. The 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 two thousand and thirteen horror flick, The Conjuring. And um did it scare me? Uh <laughs> we'll we'll talk about that in a second. I am Sean Allred, and joining me tonight is Andrew Never Go Into a Hidden Basement Jimison. Well, uh, I, I reckon I'd try to stay out of basements as much as I can. That's where they keep the steel, where we make the shine. You mean the, you mean the <laughs> shining? Y'all seen the movie The Shining? Yeah, it's, that's what I it's about. I got the shining in my basement, if you know what I mean. That's what it's about, right? It's about moonshine, because it doesn't make sense for it to be about anything else. I don't know why I'm uh, speaking like my relatives. But, uh, <laughs> I think it's hey, great. Yeah. Hey. Oh, anyway, okay, great. You done? <laughs> I'm done. Great. Uh, and Sam, you can't shoot yes. ghosts with guns, Vector. No, but they can shoot you, apparently. Yes, they can um, shoot you. And and I knew you were going to try to do that on me, so I what I'm going to do is I'm going to hide uh, a noose in the closet uh-huh. and then have it um, fall, have you fall through the floor and then get tangled in it and then hang yourself in the basement. Oh. Yeah, I thought that's what was going to happen. Right. Yeah, it's a wasted moment. <laughs> I guess it was still, yeah. All right, so let's pull up a comfy chair and dive into this movie, The Conjuring. Um, so this is on our episode two of our. Um, I'm coining the phrase "cheap seat Oween." <laughs> I've seen other people do it. I figured I might as well, right? I should should just dive feet first into the into the <laughs> the bad wordplay. 
Um, nice. Speaking of bad wordplay, you know what I realized after 268 episodes? I just realized something. And <clears throat> it wasn't that I just realized that it was brought to my attention. We don't have a nickname for our listeners, the people that follow the show. Um, oh, really? Other than um, fools. Then Stan. Suckers. I don't know. But like, um, no, I'm kidding. Uh, you know, like, 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 are they cheap seeders? Are they CSRs? Like, like, we have to come up with something so that we can, like, you know, like, so that they're, they're like, they're part of the cheap seats. Yeah. You know, or something like yeah. that, you know, because <laughs> so that way when I'm like, hey, I need my cheap seats to send us an email, maybe then they'll know who I'm talking about. So maybe maybe that's part of the problem. Yeah. I, I haven't I haven't given <laughs> you guys a nickname and that's that's maybe that's it. So maybe that's what you guys are. You're just known as the cheap seats like we're cheap seat reviews and you guys are with us in the cheap seats. That's something I can think of. If there's a better idea, lame. send us an email. Oh, I knew it was going to be lame. But you're the one that came up with the name of the podcast, so I blame you. Oh, that's true. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, all falls back to that. So Never. So before today, had any of us seen this movie? No. Or before no I this, had not. This viewing? Okay. Um, so we're going to do the thing where we do this new thing now where we're going to give our five-word review of the movie before we get into... So I play this clip now, apparently. Stupid <laughs> I guess that's the, the clip for it now. Unless um, <laughs> so I can come up with something better. Uh, Five-word review for this movie. Uh, I'm going to let Sam go first again, because uh, this was his oh. idea. So okay. we're, we're going to change things up. Sam gets to go first. All right. Uh, I, I actually went through a few of these before I came up with one I think I liked. Um, still not too happy, but my first one I came up with is Never Buy a Cheap House. Okay, yeah. First, first of all, but the the one that kind of explains a bit more of what I think this movie is is uh, Exorcist and Poltergeist movie combo. Sure, it's kind of how I feel uh, this movie ended up being because it was uh, it was quite interesting. I think it had the scare elements of uh, the Exorcist, while um, you know the investigators and some of the crazy antics in the house was definitely a lot more like Poltergeist. All right, yeah. What about you guys? Uh, yeah, Andrew. Yeah, uh, mine is pretty straightforward. Finally, an enjoyable horror movie. Right? Okay. <laughs> That's my review. Uh, yeah. All right, nice. Um, yeah. So the, one, the first one that I wrote was, the, it was, I mean, it immediately came to my brain, but this is only going to be funny if you've seen the movie A League of Their Own. So it's avoid the clap, Jimmy Dugan. <laughs> you know the clap. <laughs> you know, I like it. The, That's horrible. Yeah, the other one that I wrote was scary house feet under covers. That's the other one I wrote. Right? Oh gosh. I watched I watched this with my wife, and uh, she made me promise her that I would not grab her feet at, that night. Yeah. Um, in in bed. Because I I probably would get uh, divorced with uh, with that. She probably hit you so. with something first of all. Like, oh, she like, well she hit me first, and then she would. No, I'm certainly. saying like with something like whatever she can reach on the nightstand, like the lamp or the alarm clock or your your uh, your whatever machine, just like just yeah. smack inside the face. I mean, I I, I would. So no, yeah, no, that's uh, not nice. it, 
Well, <laughs> neither is that. Okay, so we're going to talk about this okay, movie. Okay, yes. So, Andrew, it's interesting that you said that. Finally, an enjoyable horror film. Um, yeah. The last movie in our series here that was genuinely scary that I actually liked was The Exorcist. I thought that was a really good movie, and it kind of gave me the creeps. Uh, mm-hmm. this, this movie did the same thing. Yeah. Now, I will admit... I got myself a little psyched, psyched out going into it more than the movie was actually scary. Oh, really? I got, you know what I'm saying? Like what I thought was going to happen got me a little bit more than what happened. Now, for me, this movie has a good a turning point in which my, my, my blood pressure calms down, my, my heart rate kind of calms down. And that's when they do the, the first night when they're doing kind of the investigation in the house. There's a lot of people there. It's kind of scientific. And I'm like, okay, you know, for some reason at that point, it, it all just kind of kind of changed for me. But like the haunting of the family before they bring in the investigators, mm-hmm. that some of that stuff had me going, like legit yeah. had me going. Yeah. Um, I, in fact, I, I wear an eye watch and I kept, I had the, uh, I actually was looking at my heart rate and while sitting on a couch in the middle of the afternoon, watching this movie, this movie had me going at about 98 beats per minute. <laughs> so it's yeah, it, not too bad. It had me going right? a little bit. I mean, I mean, no, it's like, it's like a brisk walk, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, anyway, I, uh. What did you guys? I mean, what about you guys? Like, like Andrew? I mean, you said you enjoyed it. I mean, did it scare you at all? Like, like what? Okay, so I, I purposely I knew this one was going to be a little bit more intense than say Tucker and Dale. <laughs> uh, so I decided that I was going to watch it uh, after everyone had gone to sleep and the house was quiet in the dark. Oh, like I just, Andrew. I just, you know, turn everything off, and yeah, it was a little freaky, but it, <laughs> it was, it was good. Like I enjoyed the suspense, and I enjoyed the, you know, like I, I, at one time I honestly did turn on the lamp. <laughs> About halfway through, I was like, all right, I'm just gonna turn the lamp on here. So it, it kind of freaked me out, and I enjoyed it. I I thought about doing the same thing you did. I'm, I'm, it's odd that you said that about the Apple Watch because I started to do the same thing and check my uh, blood pressure, but I didn't want to stop watching or take my eyes off the screen because I was afraid right. I was going to miss something. Miss something, yeah, something popping up in a freaking mirror or something. Well, you know, in so many horror movies, the directors always kind of throw things in the background, and uh, and the Haunting of Hill House that happened a whole a lot. lot. Yes, and so I. This movie reminded me a lot of that series, and I enjoyed the heck out of that series. And so um, I, I kept watching for stuff like that, but I, I didn't see anything. All right. Hmm. Maybe there was something, but if there was, I missed it. All right, Sam? <laughs> Sam? Hello? Oh, sorry, I didn't hear you say my name. No worries. Um, I, I, I'm with Andrew. I really, really enjoyed this movie. Um, and I don't like horror movies. I mean, we've, we've all said that, you know, we just don't like that, the, the, the version, but I think I kind of like these haunting things. Um, 
you know, you felt for the poor family the, and the kids were, were adorable and, you know, they weren't annoying, which sometimes horror movie kids can be. And nobody really made a stupid decision in this movie yeah, yeah. in terms of, you know, they didn't flee up the stairs from a murderer or, you know, they're, they're just a family trying to explore this new house that they, they just bought. Um, and, uh, I will say, um, I know a movie terrifies me if I, if the fight or flight, um, instinct comes in and, um, like to, your, I, like to yourself I, while you're watching, I either what's that. Yeah. Like to yourself while watching. Yeah, while I'm watching, and I, I either you know stop watching the movie or I physically try to punch the air, and I did that several times <laughs> in this movie, um, and in some of these jump scares, and it, it got it it totally reeled me in and got me in, and I was still getting jump scares even after the the investigators came. So yeah. um, I thought it was very well done. I thought it was a you know it's a rated R movie with no cussing. Yeah. And relatively little blood. Mm-hmm. It was you just know, for and, the scare and factor. It's rated yeah. R because it's so freaking scary. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, 18 plus, ki- you know, 18 year old kids, you know, they're saying anybody below 18 shouldn't see this thing. So um, I, I don't blame them. I don't blame them. In fact, during the movie, and, and this is a bad parent of me, um, all of a sudden Lucy started calling from her bedroom and we're like, Mommy, Daddy. And we go back there and she goes, are you guys watching a scary movie? I think there's something in the basement in the movie. <laughs> we're like, okay, we need to turn it down just a little bit. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> she was listening to the whole thing. Oh, my gosh. So, um, no, I really, really enjoyed this. Uh, and, and this is up there with some of the best uh, horror that, that I've ever seen. So this this is where the genre does well. Yeah. Yeah, I so, agree. How about you, uh, Ope? What you got? Well, I mean, yeah, I... I again like like we've already said I'm not a huge fan of the horror genre. Um I like I like dumb aggressive uh, over violent horror. You know, your mm-hmm. uh, your Tucker and Dales, your Evil Dead, your you know, I I like the camp. Um this was not those things. The part mm-hmm. that actually got me more was um so so this movie is is like I said the start of the movie when the dog won't go in the house, oh, that's when I'm like, oh, man. If the, right. If the dog knows there's something going on, then there's something going on, right? And so, <laughs> like, once the dog doesn't go in, and then the next morning the wife's got bruises on her, and then the dog is dead, I'm like, okay, I I normally don't do this. I need to get on IMDb. I need to, like, I need to, like a break for just a second because this movie's already <laughs> stressing me out, right? And when the first <laughs> trivia, the first piece of trivia is that this movie is based on because it says in the opening credits kind of thing that this is, this is based on a true story. I'm like, did he just throw that in there, or is this? And that yeah. was in there. This is based on actual events. This is based on the movie is based on the book that was written by the 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 wife of the investigator lady. She wrote the book yeah. about this particular haunting, along with all of her other ones. And that this particular one was the one that affected her. Um, it stuck with them the most because in the book, they were not they were unable to help the family. Mm-hmm. And so, in fact, from what I read, the family basically shooed them away when um, when they couldn't help. Yeah, like they did a seance 
Yeah. And apparently it made things worse. Yeah. And, so, and, yeah. And then they couldn't get it. And then they basically kicked out the, the family. Um, so that kind of kind of weirded me out. And then when I found out that this was filmed an hour and a half from where I live, that also kind of <laughs> weirded me out just a little bit. I, oh, really? I didn't realize it was Wilmington. Yeah, they filmed it in Wilmington. Uh-huh. and you know, I, I love that it was, though. That's that's awesome. Yeah, and honestly, I, I should have gone on and looked on the IMDb on the crew list and see if I knew anyone that was on this movie because I still have friends down there. Um, but... Yeah, th- this movie kind of got me a little bit. It 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 did yeah. get me, but but at the when I was done with the movie, I was like, you know what? I I kind of want to know more about them. Like I kind of want to watch <laughs> The Conjuring Two now. You know? Kimberly and I actually went on YouTube and and searched for it, searched for more to the story because I knew there had to be more to this. Well, so the the Insidious One and Two and Conjuring One and Two and Annabelle are all part of the same story. Mm-hmm. It's all the same. Are they? Is it the Warren, Warren Files? Yeah, it's all based on the Warren Files. So it's got the same two actors in it, and all of those, all of those things. So, mm-hmm. uh, uh, there's one guy I know on the show. It's on the movie so far. Um, but I, I kind of want to. I don't know. For some reason, Insidious kind of already makes me like not want to watch it because it's mostly about a kid, and that kind of freaks me out in movies. <laughs> More than anything, like children, for some reason. Okay, I know that's weird, um, but it just does. And yeah, I, I've seen. I haven't seen all the Insidious movies, but I've seen like one or two of them. Oh, really? And neither of them are as creepy or as well done as this one. Interesting. Well, you think it's because it's the dude what did Saw? Yeah. Um. So the director, um, uh, James Wan, uh, directed uh, Saw. What, we, I'm sorry, what did he win? <laughs> shut up. He, uh, let's see, he directed, <laughs> nope, wrong one. Uh, let's see, producer, no, I want director. There we go. So he directed Saw, uh, Dead Silence, which um, I did not see. But that looks terrifying just from the poster. And I want nothing to do with it. Uh, let's see. He did Insidious. So he did Insidious first. Okay. Well, I didn't know that. He did Insidious first. So Insidious is a family look to prevent evil spirits from trapping their comatose child in a realm called the Further. Well, that poster. And is, is, is this like. Seriously, from from the Warrens, you know the Warrens in this movie. Yeah, well, no, yeah. it can't be no. because Patrick Wilson is in it, but he's Josh Lambert. He's not. Oh, uh, weird. Uh, Warren, but he's in it. Oh, that's weird. All right, so you got that, and then and so then he does this movie. Um, director. And this and movie then, ended up doing really well, if I remember right. Financially, yeah. And then he does Insidious 2. And then he does The Furious 7. And then The Conjuring 2. And then he directed Aquaman. Yeah. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. He directed Aquaman. That movie's not good. Um, what? Aquaman was good? No, it's not. And then he does Insidious 3, The Dark Realm. And then he's doing something called Malignant. 
And he's doing an episode. You gotta get that checked out, Opie. An episode called The Magic Order, and then he's doing Aquaman 2. So, all right. Interesting. Uh, is the nun part of this series? Is it part of the uh, a priest with know. a haunted past so. and a novice on the threshold of her final vows are sent by the Vatican to investigate the death of a young nun in Romania and confront a noble force in the form of a demonic nun. Uh, Patrick Wil- Patrick Wilson is Ed Warren. Yeah. Oh really? Vera Farmiga as Lorraine Warren. Huh. Lily, uh, one of the parent families in this too. Lily Tomlin. Lily Taylor as Carolyn oh. uh, Perrin. It's this. It's the mom. It's the now, mom from the Conjuring. I haven't seen the nun, but I have heard that it truly is scary. And um, there's actually this prank channel that I've seen that they will go into like a bathroom or a you know a, a parking garage and they'll be oh dressed I've, seen that. Nun. Yeah, I've seen that then, that's horrible yeah. yeah and they'll do what i haven't seen that what <laughs> they go into the parking lot or a bathroom dressed as a regular yeah. nun and then the nun from the movie will come out after that one or something and people like freak out and oh, gosh, yeah, jumping I over would. bathroom stall walls and I I probably knocking would over too. people to run away yeah, that sounds nightmarish. Um, he also did Annabelle, or he produced it. He didn't direct it, but Annabelle, which is about the doll specifically. A couple begins to experience terrifying supernatural occurrences involving a vintage doll shortly after their home is invaded by a satanic cultists. Um, though the Warrens aren't in this movie. I'm not gonna lie though that 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 little short be- the beginning about Annabelle, that mm-hmm. freaking I mean, right? that that got me. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh! Like the <laughs> idea that they invited this spirit into the doll, and then the doll wrote on parchment <laughs> that said stuff like "Did like did you miss me or something like miss me or something?" And then it there's like crayon written all over the ceiling and stuff. Oh my gosh! Like the fact that she threw it away, I, I would have burned it. I just, I, oh, my. apparently that doesn't matter. Oh, that's right. Yeah, but I'm saying like that stuff to me, that that stuff gets me. Oh, like that was more effective than most of the jump scares in the movie. Like that really bothered me. Weird. Yeah, I am. Um, I I didn't take many notes because once stuff started really going down, there wasn't much to write. Um, about, you know, it's like, I think the scene that got me the most chilled was when, um, the, the sleeping sister is bumping into the, the one, the wall, the wardrobe. Mm-hmm. And then the older sister takes her to her bed and then the thing starts, you know, banging, the door starts banging. And then the little sister just sits up all creepy-like, and then starts screaming and looks up, and then there's something on top of the wardrobe. That got me. Like, yeah. legit, that freaking got me. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't even like talking about it. You know what? Uh, I, I appreciated the fact that this movie had some legitimate jump scares yeah. that weren't really what I would classify as jump scares, or, or maybe they, they didn't try hard 
to be a jump scare. It just it it was felt it was it, it yeah it happened. You know, it just felt so fluid and natural. Um, and so the one that got me the most was when the pictures fell off the wall and crashed. Yeah. That really, yeah. I mean, it was just silent. And then you hear it's. I thought it was a gunshot. Yeah. And it's what I what it sounded like, and I, it literally made me jump. Yeah, there was so many. I can't really nail down specific ones because all the ones that were meant to scare freaked us out. Um, the uh, the rocking chair being thrown at him at the at the door was the just house, insane. Yeah. Um, but just just the intensity of of the girl being in the room with the rocking chair and not being able to open the door mm-hmm. was was freaky. So no, I. I, now let me ask you guys this: Did you expect the the mother to go full on demon? Uh, yes, but only because we watched the Babadook. <laughs> <laughs> because, okay. Because they 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 borrowed something from that. There's a scene in this movie where she's dreaming, and then the demon is above her, and then spits something into her mouth. Mm-hmm. They use the yeah. exact oh, yeah. same yeah. thing in the Babadook, which you know came later. And so as soon as I saw that, I'm like, oh, now she's, yeah, it's in her. Yeah. She, she, she allowed it to come into her, you know, th- for whatever reason. So anyway. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Um, weird. I also did appreciate that it didn't have any gratuitous killing. Like, well, that's true. No one died in this movie except the people that were already dead, right? Uh, yeah, but I think that's again that's not that kind of movie. Well, when when I when we started the movie, I told Kimberly, I said, you know, this is a, a based on a true story number one, which tells me the people are going to be okay. Yeah, right. And I would we would have thought if it had been a, you know, a murder house like, um, oh, what's the other one? Where they got the like the father axe murders everybody or something like that. Um, if it was like that, we would have heard about it by now. But since I hadn't heard about this this story, I figured it was just another haunted house that that everybody got out okay. Right. Mm-hmm. So the only thing I told her, I said, "Uh oh." I said, "The dog's not coming in." I said, "Dogs generally don't make it in horror movies." Yeah. <laughs> And doggone it, I was right. Yeah. I kept so. expecting the, either the sheriff deputy or, or um, the, the uh, assistant that was helping the Warrens. I kept expecting one of them to to get it at one point, but never happened. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I think, yeah, to Sam's point, yeah. I think that if you have a murder by a ghost happen, I think you're right. Then there's. This this story becomes a, a huge, a bigger deal than I think than, yeah. I mean, unless he wants to just really Hollywood it up and make, because again, he has to Hollywood it up some because they're unable to help. Yeah. And um, there's some really great trivia, which I'm just going to go ahead and get to some of it right now about the parents themselves. So oh, yeah? the real life parents visited the set location in North Carolina. While on set, they felt a cool wind whip through the set. They also noted that the intense sudden draft did not move or shake any trees. So it's, you know, you get little things like that, which is kind of cool. But I just also like the fact that they, um, 
were involved. Yeah, that they were they were there and that they're involved. And the Lorraine, the real Lorraine Warren uh, and Andrea Perrin um, served as cons- uh, yeah as consultants on to director James Wan and the screenwriters. They both claim the movie is as accurate to the real story of what happened to the parents during the 10 years they lived in the farmhouse. They lived there for 10 years, by the way. See, that, that just, that's crazy. So, it's yeah. Crazy. Yeah, I mean, the movie has to take place over just a couple of hours, and so we have to, it kind of makes you feel like from the first haunting to the time that there's, they're exercised, it's probably only a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. But the fact that, they probably lived through 10 years of that. I'm sorry. I probably would have burned the house down and then just claimed insurance. <laughs> yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, I totally agree. After that yeah. night when... when I was, you know, sorry. As I was watching it, after the, uh, the first incident with the dog, I would have been like, okay, we're we moving. Yeah. Goodbye. I mean, I get the idea that you, um, he's a truck driver and, you know, you know, he's got all of his money tied up to there in the house. And so maybe it's not the dog. Maybe, I don't know. But when I come home and my wife is trapped in the basement screaming, my daughters are upstairs fighting with something and screaming. It's like, okay, let's, something's going on. But I mean, eventually they get to the point where they're having to sleep downstairs on mattresses in the living room, like safety and numbers kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like something's something's wrong. Yeah, again, I know it's hard for us to say because that's their house. I get the idea that oh, this is your house, but good gracious! All right. Um. Anyway, I captured no clips from this movie. Let me be honest with you. <laughs> I captured no <laughs> clips because I didn't want to go back and and, reca- and and watch this movie again to capture clips. Um, and there's not a lot to capture because there's just a lot of screaming and creaking noises and, you know, people clapping. Um, mm-hmm. There's not a lot of dialogue. There's a couple of moments that were kind of funny, I guess, I could have captured. But um, And the part that I captured for the intro was about the only part that I thought was interesting that didn't really totally freak me out. And it was still kind of freaky. Um, so... There you go. So I'm just going to go ahead and do this uh, real quick. Um, And now for some more bad news. Ready? Whenever you have a movie like this, there's always a lot of trivia. Um, But because because this movie is based on real stuff, most of the trivia I got is because of that. For example, eight generations of family lived and died in that house before the parents moved in. Andrea Perrin suggested that some of the spirits from the families never left. Deaths included two documented suicides, a poison, poisoning death, the rape and murder of an 11-year-old girl, two drownings, and the passing of four men who froze to death. Most deaths occurred within the Arnold family from which Bathsheba Sherman was descended. Huh. Yeah, so, I should have known once they said Bathsheba, something was wrong with that name. The real-life... The real Annabelle doll was actually a used Raggedy Ann doll that was bought by Donna's mother at a hobby shop and was known for not only leaving notes on parchment when there was no parchment around, but also attacked a friend named Lou by mysteriously leaving claw marks on his chest. The makers of the movie decided to make a more sinister-looking doll of porcelain for the movie. The fact that the doll has some realness to it 
It's creepy. Yeah. <laughs> now something. Mm. So was I'm trying to find figure out the timeline of these movies. Did Annabelle happen before? There. The well, in, I think in the in the real timeline, that. yes, but in the movie release, no. Does that make yep. sense? Yeah. I think yep. Annabelle was a a sequel, or I'm sorry, prequel to this. Hey, I need to pause the right? show for just a second because there's literally things crashing in my house right now. So hold on just a second. There. <laughs> the, <laughs> literally what it was, was our Instant Pot fell off a box and the lid crashed into the floor. Oh, so, yeah, so definitely <laughs> some ghosts in that house. Oh, my gosh, dude. This is an old house, too. Um, that legit scared me. I mean, it got my wife out of the bedroom, too. She came running in here trying to figure out what's going on. Uh, the production initially scouted <laughs> a number of farmhouses to shoot in the Cape Fear region of southeastern North Carolina until they found a house featured in the movie. It is located on the Black River in Pender County. They only filmed the ex- exterior of their home. All interior shots were filmed at Screen Gym Studios. I just captured that just because it's North Carolina. I think that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Lorraine Warren is the elder woman in the front row of the classroom when Carolyn is listening to the Warren's presentation. Okay. Um, at the end of the movie, Lorraine gets off the phone and tells Ed that the priest wants to discuss a case on Long Island. That case is the Amityville case, which is the basis Ooh. for the Amityville horror. Uh-huh. There you go. That's all the trivia. So That's it? I don't think there'd be more. There's more, but um, that's just the stuff that I captured because uh, I already mentioned the... Uh, them being consultant and stuff. So, mm. um, yeah. So anyway, this movie's creepy. That's all I'm going to say. There was some other stuff about like creepy things happening on set, but there's always stuff like that. Whenever you have scary yeah. movies like this, like you're just kind of hyper vigilant. Like I'm sure weird stuff happened on the set of, <laughs> of, um, Avengers Endgame. Mission Impossible. Yeah, but like no yeah. one cared because it's an action film. You know, like, okay, yeah. whatever. Yeah. That, that thing did that thing, whatever. Well, it's because it's a light or whatever. But when it's a movie like this, like on The Exorcist, the airplane flying the, the, the people from location to location was struck by lightning three times. Okay. You know, like airplanes get hit by lightning and that happens, but like because it's on The Exorcist, it means it's a thing. So, um. So anyway, that's it. That's our thing. And time for this. This. Excuse me while I whip this out. Top three. We decided to do, what do we call it? Um, uh, Paranormal investigators. Yeah. And we're using that term very kind of very broadly. Um, Loosely. Not as as a guy who walks in and says, hi, I'm a paranormal investigator. And hands you a... In that weird deep voice as well. Yeah, and and hands you a business card and... And whatever. So, um, we're talking about people whose jobs it is is to figure out what's going on and remove it or whatever. So, um, Andrew. Yeah. So, my first one, my third, uh, number three, I guess I could say. There you go. Yeah. Is the sixth synths. Yeah, it's a good one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, turns out the paranormal investigator is himself a ghost. But, spoiler. 
Um, but I guess it still fits the mold. Yeah. Uh, no, number two is a childhood favorite of mine, and I think I've actually used it before for something that we did. But Daffy Duck's Quackbusters. Quackbusters, yeah. <laughs> I think you've said, yeah, you've definitely said yeah, that. Yeah, you said before. that before, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, number one, and I have this show to thank for it, The Frighteners. There you go. The nice. Frighteners, yeah. Agree. All right. Absolutely agree. Okay, Sam. All right, uh, I've got a uh, a number three, and you're gonna have to, to to tell me if I'm okay with this. Okay. And my number three was Constantine. Yeah, I, I'm okay with it because it's on my list okay. too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, and then I've got a uh, number two uh, in Poltergeist. Yeah. And my number one is right there with Andrew, The Frighteners. Nice. Heck, a lot of fun. Yeah. All right. Well, um, the only one that you guys haven't said for me is The Ring. Um. Yeah, that was that was going to be mine if Constantine did not. Um, you wouldn't let me do it. So, yeah, I'm surprised. Hope you didn't say uh, poultry guest. You know, it's funny it, when you actually <laughs> said poultry guest. I actually was going to make the joke about poultry guest, but <laughs> I did not. Um, Sometimes I get in the mood. I just want to hear that theme song. Uh, oh, I have it. I think I have it. Right? Don't I have it? Um, I know. At one point, we did. Uh, do I have what is what is this? Now do it! That's Diddy! Oh nope, that's not it. Um <laughs> well, hey, what happened? Nope, that's not it. Uh Well at least I'm man enough to have Nope, that's not it. <laughs> when the American We're gonna chicken go through. bunker, a military themed fried chicken chain built. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> that sounded awful. Um oh here it is. There you go. There you go. There That's you. the best part of that movie. It's the only good part of that terrible movie. Yeah. Um, though it did give me um, that weird noise, the which I can't find. Oh, no, well, whatever. There, never mind. I thought I, I thought <laughs> I labeled back. it. Oh, th- this. Oh. Yeah, I, I am not ready to be a pop pop. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, Juno's dad is fine. Jeez. Yeah. You don't need to be a pop pop right now. Crazy. Nice. Uh, yeah, Constantine's what I have to. So Constantine, the ring, and also. the frighteners. Yeah. So we're 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 all copacetic. Um. So I'm I'm hesitant to play this thing. So I think I've mentioned on the show that I I believe in those types of things, the ghosts and whatnot, and I've because I've Christmas seen past. Uh, yeah uh, them too. And that's because I've seen things and heard things. So a friend of mine um, went to a place called Waverly Hills. Feel free to Google it. I think it's a, a big, you know, St. Asylum in Ohio, I think, or somewhere. I can't remember where it's called. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he went there. Waverly Hills. Where is it? Waverly Hills. Uh, Kentucky, maybe? Waverly Hills Sanatorium, Louisville, Kentucky. Yeah. It's the most haunted location on earth is what they say. Oh my gosh! Okay. So he went there with a um, an audio recorder, and he and a couple friends were hanging out, and they recorded some audio. Well, we were chatting. He and I worked together at Charlotte, and we were chatting. I told him, you know, some stuff, and then he told me about this thing, and he said he had an audio clip, and he would like me to listen to it and see if I oh could dear. Um, 
kind of tweak the audio a little bit. So I have it. Do you want to hear 18 seconds of what we think is someone that's not actually in the room? Yes. Right, sure. Here we go. So you're going to hear, obviously it's a lot of static because it's a you know thing, and you're going to hear some people talking English, and then there's going to be a little bit of Spanish. And the Spanish is what is not from person that's in there. Did you hear that? Yeah. A little whisper there. That's not being said by anyone that's in the room. Because he, he put the he put the <laughs> recorder down, right? So like, sorry. No, it's fine. So like he can. <laughs> and you're going. I'm going on faith that this guy told El me the truth, right? Like, in los pantalones. Oh my god! <laughs> cat in your pants. Jeez. Sorry. Um. <laughs> but yeah, he put the, the recorder down, right? So like you can hear them. They're all kind of shuffling off there, you know, some distance away. And then this is whispered right into the recorder. So you can hear that they're kind of. So there's that. And then whatever that is. So <laughs> we never really could figure out what it said, but that's the best I can make out of it. Um, I'm not in CIS or CSI where I can just isolate one thing and then make it work. Uh, wait, wait, wait. That's how it works, though. I guess. So anyway, I just thought you'd enjoy that little thing. Yeah, thank know. you. Yeah. Have you had anybody that speaks that language listen to it and, and interpret? No. Uh, if you think you, if you listen to the show and you think you know what that person's saying, I'd love to know it. We, we try to write, we tried to, we listened to that thing about 30 times and we couldn't really ever figure out what they're saying, so... Donde esta el baño? Yeah, maybe that's what they are. It's just people are they're, they're just looking for the bathroom. That's all they're supposed yep. to do. Wait, what's supposed to happen? Well, this is where we're going to give our out of 10 and not talk about ghosts anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I, I, that, that clip still kind of gives me chills. It, uh, so anyway, so because I, I believe him. I believe him that he tells me that that's, that was not done by someone in the room. So yeah. Um, uh, anyway, out of ten, what are we going to give this movie, the the Conjuring, uh, uh, scale? Ten, go, mm. Andrew. Mm. So I probably wouldn't want to go out and just watch this again, but it's because of the nature of the film, not because I didn't enjoy it. Yeah, the quality of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, as far as rewatchability, I would watch it again. I just don't want to watch it again. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, I but I would totally agree. Yeah. So, uh, I, like I said, I really enjoyed it. I think it's done well. I think it's acted really well. Um, I don't feel like anything was over the top. And for once, like I said, every scare that was there, every jump scare, every little scare, I felt like was natural and it wasn't forced. Um, and like you said, that, the kids were decent actors as well, mm -hmm. and that's hard to find. It's hard to find good child actors for especially horror movies. And uh, so I think that was done very well, and uh, I just I thought it was a great horror movie. And so if you like scary movies, definitely watch it. But I'm going to give it a uh, 7.307. Okay. 
<laughs> I mean, I understand why. It's just it, it caught me off yeah. guard when you said it the first time. All right. 307. Yeah, yeah. no, I'm with you. Uh, yeah, Sam. Um, I'm I you know what? I'm with uh I'm with Andrew. Uh don't really want to watch again, but it's one of those that I, I think I would recommend this to my parents for a good horror movie, a good scare, right? I mean, it's not anything bad. It's just scary as not. So um, I thought it was so well done, so well directed and, and really done well. Uh, let me give it, um, let me go uh, 7.9307. <laughs> okay, hold on. <laughs> A seven point nine three oh seven. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's let's uh, let's just keep that going. Again, I um, I didn't hate the movie at all. It scared me, and and I think which is what it's supposed to do. Um, it 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 legit made me kind of have some issues trying to go to sleep Friday night. Not going to lie. <laughs> um, and you watched it during the day. I did. I did. I mean, it's, but it's, it, it just, yeah. it just stuck with me. It really stuck with me. And, uh, and again, the parts that got me were the way more practical stuff. The, the, you know, like the, the part that like really gets me is the, um, you know, the mom's doing the whole clap and seek game. Oh gosh! And never again. Oh my gosh! Never ever. But I mean, when she goes into the wardrobe and she's like freaking out because she heard those claps in that closet, mm-hmm. and then she's digging around looking for it, and the daughter comes in from the other room and is like, "You're not even closed." Like that stuff. That oh, stuff oh. gets me. Um, have you guys ever heard of these uh, two sentence horror stories? You ever seen these? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, two sentence horror stories. That's all they are. It's just two sentences, and they just some of them just freaking get me. And they, <laughs> you know, um, uh, the first one that came to, I begin tucking him into bed, and he tells me, "Daddy, check for monsters under my bed." I look underneath for his amusement and see him, another him, under the bed, staring back at me, <laughs> quivering oh. and whispering. Daddy, there's someone on my bed. Yeah, I. Um, so, sorry, I, I went to a film festival, a short film festival in Winston Salem, and one of the directors took that two sentence horror story and made that into a short film. Oh. And I, I had never heard the horse, you know, the uh, the story before, mm-hmm. and seeing that that freaked me out. It was freaky. Um, cause it, it was so unexpected, especially since I hadn't heard it before, but yeah, I didn't know that's where that came from. Yeah. And there's, oh. there's a bunch of these things and like, I mean, I'm freaking getting chills just reading them as I'm scrolling through looking for the, um, the one that, that, that it got me so much. Like I was reading these in my office. My girlfriend asked why I was breathing so heavily. I wasn't. Um, <laughs> working the night shift alone tonight, there is a face in the cellar staring at the security camera. Oh, gosh. I mean, I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. <laughs> um, 
there's a couple of these. Yeah, just do a Google search if you want to have your have a have a hard time going to sleep. Yeah, just just read some of these stuff. I can't <laughs> I can't find the one that really got. Oh, here it is. Okay, here you go. You ready? Again, I'm I'm literally getting chills just just reading it. Okay, you ready? You hear your mom calling you into the kitchen. As you are heading down the stairs, you hear a whisper from the closet saying, don't go down there, honey. I heard it too. <laughs> Good Lord. I can't do it anymore. I'm, I'm killing the page. I got to stop it. All right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Seriously. I love it. That stuff gets me. It really does. All right. Anyway, I'm going to play the outro music before I read any more scary stuff. Um. Oh my gosh! What are we doing next week? Next week we are doing uh, life after death. No, life after Beth is yeah. what we're doing. Life after Beth. Uh, it seems way more light and silly than this thing that we just watched, and I have no idea what it's about except that um, that one girl is in it. That um, Aubrey awesome. Plaza. Yes, yes, she's in it, and she's kind of awesome. So Aubrey Plaza and Dane DeHaan, who. Well, let's see if he can does a better acting job than this than he did in Valerian. That's all I gotta say. Um, oh, poor guy! Because it can't get any worse than that movie. Um, uh, what am I going to say? Oh, you know what? I am going to say this while I've got a few seconds here. Go to our website. We have a website again. Uh, mm-hmm. It's under construction, but we have a website. Cheapseatreviews.com. It's going to look very different than the last time you saw it. Um. Uh, we had to, well, we didn't have to, but we chose to switch um, some stuff around. And unfortunately, that means that I'm having to manually upload every old episode <laughs> manually. <laughs> so of the 260, now eight, I've done 10. So <laughs> it takes, there, buddy. It takes some time. There. Sam's about to get drafted into this uh, process. So um, anyway, leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, and like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash cheap reviews. So anyway, on behalf of Andrew and Sam, this is Sean saying thank you so much for listening. And we will see you next time.